to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, podcast for your ears. Now in season two, for both of your ears. This week's episode is not brought to you by wall building. Wall building, that's for keeping people apart, and we here at Speaking of Tangents want to bring people together. We are so dedicated against the cause of wall building that I refuse to rebuild the wall inside of my own house. I mean, when I say I, I primarily mean the construction companies that I keep hiring that never show up. Wall building, we're not for that. My name is Jason. And I'm KJ, and good is up this week. We kick off this episode with another week in review, and we talk about the election, and we talk about terrified terriers, and... Honestly, we talk about a lot of stuff in this week in review, and I can guarantee that not all of it's going to make the cut, so I'm going to stop right there. Next up, we'll spend some time trying to pronounce some words. And we'll wrap it all up with your feedback, and I rank my uh, 15 or so top dumbest movies that I still love. And Jason helps me. All that plus several conversational things. In a week, we, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in, in review. So what's up this week? What good good is up this week? I finally I finally have a little bit, not not a lot, but a little bit more hope for this country than I had last week at this time. So I gotta say, good is up. Mm. I said okay. a little more hope, not a lot more hope. Okay, so I guess more than zero would qualify as a little, right? Correct. Anything more than zero, like point zero 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 one percent. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, but I did. I, for my local area, I don't have as much hope as I wanted. Most of Minnesota, I'm talking about the election, most of Minnesota went Democratic. However, my county went Republican. And of course, the Democrat that I voted for in my county was promising to bring internet to rural Minnesota. And I was well, I mean, all that's a about win-win that. Win win for you. Yeah. Yes. And she lost. She's like almost the only one that lost of the, no, I shouldn't say that. There were a lot of Republicans that lost in Minnesota in the, you know, smaller counties, more rural areas. Of course, metro areas went Democratic, but my county lost, my county went Republican in 2016 too, but I really wanted her to win. She said she's going to bring internet to me. Did you, did you actually believe that any of that's going to happen? No. Okay, there you go. But she did make a point of saying it, and I haven't heard many politicians talk about that. It's ridiculous that we live in a country that doesn't have internet throughout the entire, available to everybody. Yes. Basically for free, it should be. Well, I, I doubt it'll or ever be Or at least free, at prices but... that are basically free. Mm -hmm. You know, cheap is free. Yes. Cheap is free. But no, she lost. So, no, 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 still no internet for me. Um, yeah. Well, at least you don't live in Georgia. Yeah. So Georgia had quite the election process going on. I heard on the news something uh, about the yeah the 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 uh, candidate that was uh, was it Kemp against Stacey Abrams. Yes. 
was in charge of the election process. Yeah, he's been the Secretary of State for like six or seven years, so he's been in charge of the election process for several years now. For however long he's been Secretary of State, they oversee the elections here. So, yeah, and he's running for governor in an election, which is shady right off the bat. Seems like a conflict of interest there. <laughs> yes, especially with all the issues that Georgia typically has. And I didn't read them in the news because I saw it firsthand. You did. What, so what was it like? Um, voting is a good thing. Voting in Georgia sucks. So you, sucks. was there a line? Well, yeah, but that's not the that's not the worst part of it. Okay, what is it? Because I voted early. I walked into a room. Nobody was ahead of me. It was super easy. So I tried to. You tried to vote early. Yes. But you can you do that in Georgia? Is that one of the states that allows? You're that? supposed to be able to. Oh, okay. I thought it didn't work. Well, the polling place that I go to was closed that day. What? Yeah. So I don't know. I should probably look into this more to figure out if I was supposed to go to a different location or not, but. I just figured, hey, I could go and vote early because they kept saying, I kept getting this information, seeing this stuff on the news. Hey, you can go vote early in Georgia. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. This is the first time I've ever voted for literally anything in my entire life. This is the first time? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you feel... Go ahead. No, I didn't feel any different. Okay. Here's, Here's what I will say. It's important. I agree. Up until now, and I think this is pretty close to true. The majority of politicians are roughly the same. It's, they may pick an issue here or there different, and obviously Democrats and Republicans have different platforms and all this, blah, 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 blah. And things have changed over the last hundred years and, you know, whatever. But most politicians, to get to that level, like state or national level, I'm going to say they've probably done something a little shady in the background somewhere along the way. None of them are angels. Well, and I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah. So it didn't really matter unless you were like, I am 100% for this issue and 100% against this other issue. It, it, didn't really, it doesn't really matter all that much because really nothing of much of you know, consequence ever really gets done. Now it's different. I agree. Now it's way different because... I don't care if you agree with the current Trump administration with they, their policies or not. You cannot support this idiocy and the lying and the outright just blatant lack of respect for human intelligence in people. No, I cannot. I do not support it. I just cannot believe anybody does. No. I have members way, of my own family that do. I don't understand I'm it. I'm sure I do, too. The way that... They approach stuff in the way that it it has damaged our discourse, our public discourse of things and Mm -hmm. topics and issues, and the way that Trump approaches things, and people have either started to be more like him in that, or it has emboldened what they already were doing, now they're going public with it, is wrong. And I don't care... If you are 100% for every policy he says he supports, by the way, he doesn't support any of that. He doesn't care about you at all. Trump supports Trump. Even less Trump. than most politicians, he doesn't care about you. I, I think that most politicians don't really care. Some of them care a lot. Most of them care a little bit. Some of them care none. Trump cares negative. 
He does. It's not that he he does. He, it's not that he just doesn't want to help you. He actually wants to hurt you if it helps him because it makes him feel more self important because he's a little man. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. He's always been this way since he's ever been in the public. You know, I since you know the late seventies, early eighties. He's always been this way. He has never strayed from this is who he is. Because look at what it is doing to the country. It has become. My sports team over here is the Democrats, and I my sports team is the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And it has become, if you're on my side, I'm 100% for you. And if you're not on my side, I'm 100% against you. And that's wrong, because the best way is compromise somewhere in the middle. I know. And it has become rivalry, and you're on my team or you're not on my team. And that is stupid. And the hate and the, the division, it comes from Trump. It absolutely does come from It is Trump. being it's pushed by him. way worse. In this it is country. being emboldened by him, and that is wrong. And we should care about each other and want to help each other, not just be selfish like he is. Mm-hmm. And to put him up as this is an example and this is how our country should be is wrong. It's just wrong. It's wrong, 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 wrong. I don't care what the issues are anymore. That's the reason that I who had never voted before in my life, because honestly, I agree. I honestly believe what I said before, which it doesn't really matter all that much because not a whole lot gets done either way. We kind of stay in the middle. We kind of course correct and go back and forth across the line. And that's the way it should be. To the point of now, I have to go out and vote, if nothing else, even if the people that I vote for don't win. I have to go out and vote just to say, this is not right. And I have to go on record as saying, this is not right. Yeah, well, I, for one, have voted every election since I was 18 because I've always felt like I did have a little bit of a voice that way instead of letting someone else choose for me. But you're right that most of the time it just ebbs and flows between who's ever in office and they change the laws the way they want to and then the next person comes in and changes the laws back or whatever. And it's checks and balances and look, if it's a choice between nothing really gets done and you have gridlock on a lot of stuff and they have to eventually compromise to get things done or what Trump is trying to do. I'm absolutely picking the compromise in the gridlock and the slow progress over this insanity. Look, I don't even care if I agree with some of the stuff that he is trying to put in place, which um, most of it I don't. But even if I did, look, I'm going to be flat out honest. Ladies and gentlemen, please excuse the interruption. Uh, we'd like to apologize for our technical difficulties. Yeah, that's it. Technical difficulties that have made this part of the program unavailable. We will now rejoin our program at a later time. Thank you again. Okay, I do want to tell you one other thing. Sure. After, you know, since it's been so light in this <laughs> opening so G- far. Good is up. <laughs> um, I literally had no plan to get into that. No, no. I just, I can't take it anymore. Um, when it's got me out standing in a line to vote, it's getting real. It, it's serious. Apparently, yeah, because I didn't, I guess I, maybe, did we talk about that, that you've never voted? Maybe, maybe we haven't. I know I've told you before. I don't, I, I make no secret of it. Maybe, maybe we have. Yeah. I don't know if we've actually talked about it on the podcast, but I know I told you before at one point, and maybe if last it, year, a couple years ago. It might've been, it probably was before the other, the, the Trump election. Probably. Um. So there's two things that happened this week besides the election and and last week's falling back. It's hunting season in Minnesota, and you know what that means. 
It means you're wearing the orange vests when I'm, you're running. I'm wearing the orange vests. I can't <laughs> run on the trail anymore. I have to run on the road because you're supposed to, at least you're not supposed to shoot in the direction of the road. There's this one hunting shack that faces the trail. It actually faces where you stick the gun out of the window. It faces where you're walking. But also, Emmy the Terrier is definitely afraid of gunshots, and so she's shaking around the house in fear all day long. Yeah. And I have to put her little thunder shirt on, which actually works. (laughs) Some dogs really? it doesn't work for, but it actually works for Emmy the Terrier. So That's good that it helps. Hunting season, I don't like in any way because of things that affect me personally. I'm not going to get into whether or not you should shoot animals. That's I'm not going to go there today. Uh, well, I, I mean, hunting can be a good... Hunting of within course, of reasons course. and bounds, it's, good, it's actually good for the animal population. Yes, and I certainly eat the venison that is donated to yeah. me. So I'm not going to yeah. sit here and be on my high horse and say, don't hunt animals. Uh, <clears throat> can you give me the meat afterwards? <laughs> well, no, it's totally, we sh- we are supposed to take care of the environment and the animals. The Correct. problem is the people who are, are not doing that. They're yes. doing it for sport yes. and not, I mean, and if you can do it for, you know, you know, as a hobby, as a pastime, while you're doing it responsibly and taking care of the environment, environment sure, sure, knock yourself out. And lots of but, hunters do that. I mean. Yes, totally. Most hunters, this is the same with most people. Most of a certain group are okay, reasonable people. Mm-hmm. It's just we only usually see the fringe yes. extremes, yes. one side or the other. Yes, and yeah. I, and I I agree. We have to keep the pop the, the deer population down, for instance. Mm-hmm. But I cannot pull the trigger. I could just not do that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like I wouldn't want to go out and cut up a cow and then make it into hamburger. No, I couldn't I'd do that either. I'd rather have somebody else do that for me. I'd like <laughs> if to- I was if it was the difference between me starving to death and doing that, I would do that obviously but you know right my preference yeah and i like to just ignore where those things come from when i eat (laughs) (laughs) um so emmy's really afraid she's shaking all the time Mm -hmm. but i did speaking of fears james cunningham tweeted that he he felt the same way as i do about my fear of flying only when i'm not the one flying the plane which again, I know it's not logical. Yes, I I made clear my stance on that on Twitter. Yeah, so. and that and that did set off some Twitter conversation, but that it also led to other fears. And I think Ed Butt said he had a fear of heights, but he hadn't always had a fear of heights. That as he got older, mm-hmm. it had worsened. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me when he tweeted that. I don't think I have a fear of heights, and I still don't think I have a fear of heights, but it did remind me when, remember when we went to Chicago in July? Yeah. The Hat of Excellence came with me. Yes. Well, one thing we did was we went on the Sears Tower, and I yeah, guess it's, it, it's not called the Sears Tower anymore. It's, some, it's called some dopey name, but everybody still calls it Sears Tower. Yeah, I, that, I know. That's how I refer to it. Yeah, totally. So we went to the top of that observation deck, you know, one of these glass enclosed floors where you get a 360 degree of the city. It's beautiful mm-hmm. views. But then also up there are these like little glass boxes that extend further out, maybe like five feet out of the main floor. And yep. the bottom is glass. And so you walk out there and you can look down through your, you know, where your feet are. And you mm-hmm. can see the place, be- be- you know, below you. I was terrified. There was this huge line. The Hall of Famer and I did it. Um, 
and we were we we got to the, we, there's this huge line we got to the line and we're like uh no 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 this doesn't feel right so we ended <laughs> up taking like little exaggerated slow motion baby steps to get out really? there oh it was so terrifying and i'm like is this really a fear of heights or is this something else here because i wasn't afraid to be on the observation deck so we got a few photos and we could not wait to get out of there and we both <laughs> said don't need to do that again so i don't know what is that a fear of flying i mean <laughs> um no first off that is fear, not a fear, fear of flying because you're standing in a building yes it's a fear of heights i would say but i'm not afraid of the other heights I just did not like the feeling of not having something you, solid wait, under my feet. Do you not understand that that's what a fear of heights is? N- well, it's, no. It's the, it's the realization of how high you are and the possibility, the potential that you could fall. That's what the fear of heights is. Okay, but why don't I feel like I can fall in the observation deck looking down through the window? Because you feel secure because it's actual concrete or floor or whatever it is. And a railing and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. I I don't have any problem getting to the edge of a cliff that's way up high. Without any sort of, you know, safety? Yes. No, I don't care about it. Hmm. It doesn't bother me. But looking through, down below, through my, you know, where I could see my feet and down below, it was the weirdest feeling. It felt like the building was shaking, too. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I don't know. It probably was moving. Most most buildings and most structures that are high do made. Yeah. yeah, they're made to do that. They they're made to move so that they don't lose. You know, so that they have some sort of elastic, elasticity uh, in the material. So that if they were super rigid, there's much more likely that they're going to fall or collapse or have issues if something happens. I don't know. I think maybe I wouldn't have been afraid at age twenty. So my my the reason that Ed's tweet about how I think he said he felt like it getting worse as he getting older. I can see that. Uh, I guess I can see that too, because I don't think I would have been afraid 20 years ago. Well, I mean, when you're 20, I can speak for myself, when I was, you know, late teens, early 20s, I felt like, you know, I can't get hurt. Yeah. Do whatever. Oh, sure. Nothing's going to hurt me. Sure. And now as, as I get older and realize I don't recover as well, uh-huh. or... The situation of if I got physically hurt, like a knee or an elbow or an ankle or something, it may never be back to near 100% again. Right, yeah. It may, I may not ever recover. I'm sitting and that's here, when you start to go, oh, I need to be a little more careful. I'm sitting here agreeing you, nodding my head and feeling the pain as I woke up with a crick in my neck. See? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, to get old. But anyway, if anybody's been up there and they know what I'm talking about and they've... Yeah, I've been up there. If, have you been on that thing? Yeah. The little box? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Oh, my gosh. So it didn't bother you at all? No, because, look, if I'm going to fall, I'd rather fall from, like, 50,000 feet than 500 feet or 50 feet. Well, yeah, because you gonna know you're going to die. I want to just be nothing when I hit the ground. Yes. Because if I fall from, like, 50 feet, there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to still be conscious or alive and, like, messed up. Yes, you're right. So if I'm going to – if I'm falling – from enough of a height where I'm going to be like permanently messed up, just let me fall from like 500,000 feet and just be dust when I hit the ground. Because then at least I'm just like, well, I know I'm dead, so I'm just going to enjoy the ride down. That makes sense to me. I just don't think that this particular thing, the thrill of seeing that was, didn't pay off for me. It actually So you wouldn't go bungee jumping? Oh, God, no. I have no desire to bungee jump. 
or skydive. The Hall of Famer skydive, skydove. Is that what you say? Skydove? Skydive? Jumped out of a plane is what I would say. Yes. The Hall of Famer did that. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I do want to do. And the Hall of Famer um, thankfully got that out of the way before we got married. Because that ain't so happening. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that? No. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> How about going up in a hot air balloon? <laughs> nope. Now you, speaking now, of that list of stuff. Now, now I've, you've got me to reveal two of my ten things. Uh-oh. No tattoo and no hot air balloon. Yep. I don't even remember what the rest of the stuff on my list is. Uh, I don't either, really. Um, oh, and then I wanted to say one more thing. Speaking of the Hall of Famer, it is now official. At, um, they had their alumni game last weekend. And yes. now the Hall of Famer is officially a Hofwaff. Nice. Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Two things that I will likely never be. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else this week that happened that you'd like to discuss? Mm, that I should say? Probably not. I've already said too much. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I did have an interesting thing happen when I was voting, though. What's that? Um, I'm standing in line behind a few people, and there's this tall... Like a uh, black guy, he's probably, you know, six, five, six, six. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like three or four people in front of me. And this old woman who I found it was 82 because she kept telling everybody her age. This old woman was talking to people in the line. She turns around to this guy, this big tall guy, and she says, excuse me, sir. Are you a professional sportsman? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not athlete or sportsman, but sportsman. Yeah, two words. Because you look like you could be a professional sportsman. <laughs> and he just looked at her and he went, no, ma'am. No. <laughs> and I, I just turned around and cracked up. <laughs> oh, boy. So are you, I guess, I guess the Hall of Fame, the Hofwap is a professional sportswoman. Yeah. Well, no. It's professional would imply that you're getting paid for it. <laughs> Well, if you're in the Hall of Fame and on the Wall of Fame, you're professional in my book, even if you didn't make a dime. Okay, good. And you're underpaid. Yes, agreed. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast so far. We hope you're enjoying it. And if not, I guess thanks for tolerating us so far. Anyway, I just wanted to say that people aren't stupid. They just do stupid things. I do stupid things all the time. Does it make me or you stupid? or anybody else for that matter. We do need to call out the stupidity, though, to be honest. Maybe it'll make us all better. Oh, up next we'll pronounce some stuff. It's going to be stupid. So, yeah, let's pronounce some stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'll pull back the curtain a little, a little bit. Um... We're supposed to have a guest today. I won't say who, but uh, due to some unfortunate circumstances, we weren't uh, able to get that guest. So instead, we're going to pronounce some stuff because I think she or he is a person who, appreci- who appreciates uh, a segment like this. I believe so, yes. Anyway, hopefully we'll be able to reschedule him or her soon. Yes. Hopefully the wall in my house will be rebuilt. This week. That's in process right now. That's good, because you do need a wall in your house. You need walls in your house. Yes. yes. Okay, so here's the first word. I will spell it for you. This is the first time we've done this since season two began, so. Ooh, season two premiere. <laughs> e 
T-H-O-S. Ethos. Yes, correct. That's how I say it, ethos. Have you heard this a different way? Yes, I have. Um, Actually, Kornheiser, he says ethos. And he wasn't the only one. I've heard one other person, I can't remember where I heard it, ethos or ethos. But not, Mm. ethos is what I say. He said ethos. I've never heard ethos, so I don't know about that. I think it's wrong. Just like jute box. Yeah, at least he didn't say ethos. Have you heard that? No. Okay. Ethos is what I say. So that's the correct way. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next word, H-O-M-A-G-E. Homage. Okay, so you you pronounce the H. Homage. Homage. You could say it either way. I'd go either way on that. So I say homage. I, om- I omit the H. I say homage. It's a soft H. But I was at um, my local library a couple weeks ago for an author. Nerd. I know, right? An, uh, an author <laughs> talk. And I don't go for all author talks, but I did for this one because I love his books. And in fact, he is the subject of a uh, former recommendation segment. Mm. Many, many moons ago. Oh, I remember this. William Kent I will Kruger. Never, yeah, that's his name. I would have never gotten his name, but I knew exactly what you're talking about when you said Yeah, that. so he's a Minnesota-based author. Anyway, he was talking, and he kept saying this word. I'm like, what is he saying? But I, as a, as a true detective does, I figured out by the context of the other words around it that he was saying homage, but he was pronouncing it homage. Uh, yeah, I was going to guess that's, yeah. And is that, I suppose that's correct. I mean, he is an author, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I say homage. I, I mean, he can say what he wants, I guess, yes. but I don't think that's the correct way to pronounce that word. Okay. Okay, well, then you've, yeah, vindicated. Maybe he should stick to writing instead yeah. of speaking. Yeah, maybe. Stick to writing. We are the, we are the professional Kruger. speakers in this situation. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. Okay, the next word, W-H-E-E-L-B-A- R-R-O-W. I am interested to hear a different way to pronounce this because I <laughs> cannot see any other way than wheelbarrow. Yes, wheelbarrow. So someone, in, someone close to me was saying this over... There's someone close to you right now? N- no, besides Emmett the Terrier, there's not. Okay. But they were saying this over and over, and I, I finally had to say, what word are you saying? Clearly talking about a wheelbarrow, Mm-hmm. But saying wheel barrel, B-A-R-R-E-L. Did they think that was the actual word or were they just mispronouncing it? I, I think they thought it was wheel barrel, had not really seen it in uh, print. Okay. I, that, that's a, I mean, because that Which would not be a mispronunciation then. No, that would be a misunderstanding. Yes, there you go, of the word, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see that, though, because you think bar- barrels, you might have carried a lot of barrels in wheelbarrows. Yes, I can definitely see it, yes. Yeah, so that and makes so sense. After they it's kept, wrong, but I could see that yeah, it Yeah, after they kept saying it, I'm like, well, I guess I can see why that person yeah. would think that. Because, yeah, exactly what you said. You put things in a barrel and you move it to another place. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I will say this, that I've heard people in the South pronounce this a little differently. Okay, how? I just thought of it. It's, you know, if it's Wilbur. Yes. 
But that's more of a southern slur than it is actual mispronunciation. Yes, I agree. Because I talk like this about everything. How you doing, man? What's up? (laughs) Go get that wheelbarrow and hire it, and, you know, tools over over there. (laughs) People think, hey, if you've never lived in the South, that's 20% of people literally talk like that. Oh, I know. I have lived in the South. Or it's so slow like this, like Mm -hmm. I got myself a wheelbarrow. Yep. Like B-A-R-R-A yeah, instead wheelbarrow. of barrow. And if, you, if I said wheelbarrow, they would be like, well, you ain't you fancy there, Mr. Aren't you Education. A yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go back up north, you carpet beggar. <laughs> okay. I don't know it's carpet beggar. I was mispronouncing it. Yeah, you were, you were um, you know, mumbling it. Yes. Next word. I do that when I'm talking with my family a lot. If like if we're around a place where I can tell a lot of people are not from like the deep south, uh-huh. and I'm with somebody in my family or somebody that I grew up with, we will get into the. It's almost like speaking another language, so they can't understand what you're saying. We just uh. run words together like that, and we understand each other perfectly. But other people are looking at us like, "What? What are you? What are you saying?" See, I thought you were going to go the other way on that and say that when you get with your family who does speak this way, that you mm-hmm. revert back to it, or you revert to it. That so that only every- only in cases of when we're in front of other people that I don't want them to 100 percent understand what I'm saying. Got it. <laughs> so that's not what I was thinking because ah. this happens to me, and it's so annoying, and I hate. I hate myself when I hear myself doing it, but I always pick up the accent wherever I'm visiting, and I start speaking that way, and I can't stand it, and I can't stop it either. It just happens. Yeah, I think a lot of people do that. I think most people do that. I don't like it, but I do it. Hmm. Especially if you've lived there in the past. Like, if I went back to Louisiana, I'd pick it up right away. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's okay to me, because I've, you know... I've lived there, and I used to speak that way. But if I'm going to England, for instance, I should not be trying to speak British. Or... No, you should not, Madonna. <laughs> That's right. Okay, next word. S-U-L-K. Sulk. Yes, sulk. Mm-hmm. In such as he sat in the corner and sulked when she took his toy. Pouted. Sure. Okay. I'm interested I, in this short story you just wrote now, though, more than the actual word. Uh-huh. What, what, what led up to this, and what happened, and what was the toy, and was this like, was that her boyfriend, or like her kid, or, you know, her dad? I no, mean, what? two youngsters, two oh, okay. five, six-year-olds. Okay. Yep. Okay. I have heard this used incorrectly by people. They will say skulk. Which is also a word, I think. It's also a word, but it doesn't Mm. mean pouting. Mm -mm. So he sat in the corner and skulked when she took the toy. Uh, That has to be just a mispronunciation. Yeah, like like wheelbarrow. Not not an intentional mispronunciation, just like a... No, just a misunderstanding. Yeah. Or do you think that you're saying a tongue twister? I think they misspoke. Yeah, I think they just got got an extra K in there. Well, that could be. Because skulk is not a word. I, I think people, more people know what sulk is than skulk. I would definitely say more people would probably be likely to use sulk. Yeah. Yeah, I than agree. skulk. Okay. Yeah. The next word, P-O-I-N, 
S E T T I A. This is this is going to be an interesting one. Um, poinsettia. That's how you say that word. Yeah. Okay. I say I say it wrong too. I'm going to say too because I think poinsettia is wrong. Poinsettia is wrong. I think the way you're supposed to say it is poinsettia. No, that's the lazy way to say it because you're leaving out a syllable. The uh, syllable, I, the, the, the extra syllable is super fast. It's poinsettia. You say it so fast that it almost sounds like poinsettia. Well, it did, exactly. What you, yeah, poinsettia. Poinsettia. I think, it's, I think you're supposed to not do the etia, although I have. I have said that. But where I screw it up is I add a T after P-O-I-N, so I say poinsettia. Point. Yeah, that's definitely not right. That's wrong, yes. That's how I, think, I say it. I think either way is the other two ways are acceptable. Okay, but you think that I can't put a T on it? Um, well, there's not a T there. I know that, but point, poinsettia, I bet you lots of people say it that way. Maybe. It doesn't make it right, but I think poinsettia or poinsettia is wrong. Yeah, I can see that, but that at least makes sense. Yes, because you're sounding <laughs> out the syllables. Yes. You're not adding a T. Yeah, correct. You're not adding extra stuff. You're actually saying what's there. Yes. Yep. Okay, the last two words are very similar. K-A, the first one, K-A-R-A-O-K-E. K-A-A-O-K-E. K-A-R-A-O-K-E, right? Yes, K-A-R-A-O-K-E, I think. I think I'm spelling that correctly. Do you want me to pronounce this the right way or the way that most people would say it? Pronounce it however you want. Okay. That is the correct way. Okay, yep. It's hard for me as not a native Japanese speaker to say it. If you you break down each syllable, it's ka-ra-o-ke. Yeah. Ka-ra-o-ke. Ka-ra-o-ke. In Japanese, there's no emphasis on syllables. No. So you have you to say have to it without say. emphasizing a symbol, syllable, which is tough as, you know, English, native English speakers, we emphasize yes. syllables on everything. Like poinsettia. Yeah. Or insurance. Wheelbarrow. Yes. Five guys, five guys. Yeah. And I would definitely say wheelbarrow instead of wheelbarrow. Okay. I don't know how I say that. Like, I just say wheelbarrow. So I guess wheelbarrow. I do. You actually half. said what you said right there sounded like wheelbarrow. I know it did, but I did say the W, <laughs> but I kind of, you know, I kind of just slurred it at the end. Yeah. Okay. So I say, I've said this way, this word two different ways, and both are incorrect. Okay. Karaoke and karaoke. Karaoke is definitely incorrect. Karaoke is, karaoke, karaoke is okay. That's the English Americanized way of saying it. Karaoke is okay. Okay. Yeah. But karaoke it's technically is, Okay, yes. Karaoke. 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 How's that? So you're you're still hitting syllables emphasis. Oh, you do it then. I can't. Oh. <laughs> okay, well a it's similar word is K A R A T E. Mhm. Now the way I say it is probably the wrong way, which is karate. That's the, again, Englishized version of of how to pronounce it. The correct way is what? 
I mean, if you're English speaking, it's karate. Yeah. The way they, the original word, I think, is supposed to be karate. Yeah, but without the T-A on the end of it. Say it. I can't. Oh, okay. It's, you said karate, but it's more like karate, 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 karate. It's, it's easier for me to do it fast, but it didn't come out right. Uh-huh. You have to say it in a way karate. that doesn't emphasize a syllable. Karate. That's closer. But it's not karate. <laughs> no, who said that? I'm, I don't. I think the only time I've heard that is when people are intentionally mispronouncing it. Oh, okay. But karate is acceptable, I think. Mm-hmm. Good. We're on the same page on that. Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to bust out my karate and, you know, you'd have to be carried away in a wheelbarrow. So I'm glad we agree. So karate, <laughs> and the movie Karate Kid, it's Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. It's not Karate Kid in America mm-hmm. anyway. Well, no, it's, I don't think it's Karate Kid anywhere. I don't know. Surely don't someone somewhere has said Karate Kid. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Somebody said Karate Kid. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I think, if anything, we've learned don't underestimate people getting things wrong. <laughs> yes, and Karate Kid, speaking of, uh, excellent movie. Love that movie. Yeah, it's not bad. That's all I have for pronunciations this week. <laughs> okay, what's next? Kara- okay. Kara- have you ha- Kara- Have you ever done karaoke? Oh, yes. Have you ever done karaoke in a Japanese setting with the way they do it, Japanese style? No, and wasn't that something we were going to do one of the Jingle Fest years that fell through? I think we were going to go try to sing, yeah, um, karaoke like the night before. Yeah, and then we're like, "Uh, I don't know. There's just too much going on. Yeah. Um, But yeah. um, You have, though. Oh, yeah. And how fun is that? In Japan. Um, Cool. Awesome. While drinking sake? Yes, absolutely. Wearing headbands. Nice. (laughs) You sit around this table like it's like a booth. And you just pass the mic around the booth and you sing. You don't get up on a stage and Yeah, and it's more private. You're not you're just with your buddies. Yeah, you're doing it with your group of people. I'd like to do that. That'd be fun. It was definitely cool. It was interesting. Have you ever done karate? Karate. I Oh yes. I think you know this. Are you a black belt? In Taekwondo, yes. I swear to God, I'm losing my head. Do you My, not, I know I've told you that before. You might have, because I know that uh, we've talked about this, because my brother was also in Taekwondo. Really? Yes. I took it when I was a teenager. I had a, um, like, seven or eight years. Okay, my brother didn't so go that long. He didn't get to black belt. I can't remember, mm-hmm. maybe brown belt? Green, yep, green belt? Um, in the school that I was in uh, for Taekwondo, because it's, you know, different belts for different schools and which... Oh, okay. Teacher and which group are you following and that kind of stuff. Um, it was uh, brown and then black. And the yes, green, I think it was, yes. I think it was white, yellow. yellow, and then there's a few stages in yellow, and then it's green, and there's a few stages in green, and then there's a, um, like a, 
think brown was next and a few stages in brown and then black. And it's like junior black belt and then black belt and that kind of stuff, depending on your age and stuff like that. Okay. Well, I think my brother made it to green and then that was it. He quit. That's still pretty good. Uh, and then, well, it depends on who you ask because as the little sister, I was the one that he practiced these moves oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> he and my cousin, who was about my age, so two years younger than, than him, two and a half, three years, they were in Taekwondo. Nice. And both of them decided that it'd be fun to practice on me. We'll see. That's true students of Taekwondo. Yes. Don't do that. <laughs> well, they, were, they, they didn't get to black belt. Uh, I took it very seriously as a, and like, was like, you have to follow the rules. And I mean, you know, that's, that's part of being on the spectrum is a lot of the times you follow the rules to um, a, you know, even to the detriment of yourself sometimes. Yes. You follow the rules no matter what. And so I was very much into the respect and it's for defense only. It's for defense only. Yes. You, like Mr. Miyagi you, said. It's really, I mean, that movie was made for me to go see. Because it was like about that time, mid-80s. Because mm-hmm. um, it was like 1984, 85, something like that. That's my guess, yeah. Somewhere in there. That would have been when I was taking, when I was starting to take karate, when I was taking karate, uh, taekwondo. So it's very much that, you know, respect and, you know, you don't ever use it unless you have to. That kind yes. of situation. Yep. And that's... That's what it's supposed to be. And yes. I, I could be exaggerating, but I do remember practicing some of the moves and I didn't take it. So how, where, <laughs> where would I come up with these moves? They didn't have YouTube back then. No. <laughs> yeah, it's very much discipline. I think it's great. It really helped me with discipline and respect and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they liked it too. I just, I don't know if they quit or if the classes were over. I don't know. It was down in Louisiana. I don't know where they even had to go. Probably yeah, a long ways. We moved, my whole family moved like a year after I became black belt, so. Well, you got it done. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like seven or eight levels of black belt. Oh, okay. And then, you know, like you can start teaching. And I was teaching, starting to teach a class, like like little kid class. I mean, because I was, I was still a teenager. So, I mean, and now, I mean, I remember the self-defense parts of the moves, of course, but I don't, <laughs> I'm not as, um... Flexible. Flexible as I was when I was, you know, 17. So it's, (laughs) or athletic. I mean, I was in, I played football and ran track in high school. So it was pretty decently athletic back then. And now I'm a far cry from that. So Uh, I feel you. I I have stopped recreational softball because I can no longer get to the (laughs) balls that I used to be able to chase down. Yeah. And soccer. That's when I quit too. You know, I'm 5'1 in soccer. I was the goalie. and That's really small for a goalie. Very small for a goalie. One MVP of uh, MVP one year at school wow. for, for my team because I could hit, you know, I could reach the top of the goal with that because I had good. ups. I don't have those anymore. <laughs> I cannot hops, get up. Your ups have left. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's, they have left. They are gone. I don't know where they went, but they're not with me. Yeah, I could defend myself if I had to just from just the knowledge and the because the thing that that I learned taking Taekwondo is it's not. It's not strength, it's not speed, it's not agility, it's not I mean, obviously that helps. It's knowing what to expect and like once you've done enough sparring and enough fighting and enough, you know, um, forms and moves and stuff and enough training in the split second that fights happen. 
you, the you first couple anticipate. seconds make all the difference. And yeah. so you cut, it's just instinct. It's just, you just do it without even, you're like, oh, did I, I mean, I got in a couple fights in high school and did stuff that I was like, wait, did I just do that? And the guy's laying on his back because I flipped him over, you know, and just that kind of situation where I bent him over at the waist with his arm and then flipped him over, kicked his legs out and flipped him on his back. So it's, it's, you don't even think about it. It's the, when it becomes that instinct, that's what the importance of that kind of, that's what, that's what that stuff is good for in self-defense. Yeah. And you hope that your instinct is right. I mean, that's, to me, that's how, if you stop a penalty kick, you just better guess right. As yeah. far as they're going to the right side of the net, the left side of the net, up corner, upper corner, lower corner. Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff is guess. as much about, yeah, re- being able to read the person and know their tendencies and yes. being able yep. to guess and anticipate. Yeah. And that's yep. that's what a fight is, too. Now, speaking of fighting, there you just mm-hmm. gave away one of the other things you've done, although you only had one that you have I've only done. got one, and I've said what it is. Yes. We said that last week. Yes. The tattoo. Yeah. Is the only thing. And what, do you, what would be your guess on me for fighting? I would say no. <laughs> that would be incorrect. That is not one really? of my 10. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it was with a boy in elementary school, not a girl. Mm. A real boy-girl fight, not girl-girl grabbing each other's hair business. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing hands. I didn't do what you did and flip the guy over and said, what just happened? It was not that. I, I don't know that I... <laughs> I think it got broken up before it could ever really get going. And let's be honest, most high school and under fights are that way. Oh, yeah, because there's a or, teacher that comes and breaks it up. Right. Or if you like do like my high school did, from my experience, if you want to fight somebody, you say, we're going to meet here after school. Yes. And like every like half the school is there, like out in some field or out in the parking lot somewhere, and mm-hmm. you're fighting off of school grounds. And that, those fights usually end up being a few punches thrown or a tackle. And that's it. See you at 315 in the park. Yeah. If yeah. you dare. Yeah. I, the dangerous part to fighting to when I would get into these fights, and it never went this far, thankfully, but would be if I'm, in a, if I'm at the point where I'm going to have to fight somebody and, it is, and I stop them, like defend myself, and they keep coming, I'm going to break their arm on purpose. Yeah, that's not good. I'm going to hurt somebody. And that's, that's, and especially I think as you get to be, as you become an adult, I mean, I hadn't been in a fight in 20 years, probably, thankfully. 20 years. So that puts you around 20, college age. Yeah, that's about, that's about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, like once you get older fights, it's like you, get, you can hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah. And you can get hurt and you take yeah. longer to recover. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> I need my arms and legs. So this, ca- this uh, speaking of tangents, this came from the word karate. Yes. We don't condone or fighting. Or karate. No, we don't. We condone self-defense and defending yourself. We don't condone fighting. I, I can agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're an old adult like we are. Yeah, who you call it old? <laughs> I'm calling you old. I will be older in a couple of weeks. Well, I mean... You just got older in the time it took you to stay, that's, say that's that right. sentence. Yeah. That's right. You will be. You will recognize that a year has passed and observe. Yes, it I will recognize weeks. it. Yeah, yes. and I can feel it as I as we continue to record this podcast in my neck. <laughs> I should stand up like you do. Maybe that would help. It does help. Well, maybe I will. Helps. Maybe I will for feedback. Is that where we're going next? Yeah, let's do it. 
that's my feedback for you. Standing up is good for you. Okay. Not all the time because you got to give your ankles and your feet yes. and you know joints a break too, and sit down sometimes and walk around. But you know, standing up as opposed to just sitting down all the time at a desk is mm-hmm. definitely split your time evenly is is beneficial. I so feel I got this fancy, you know, stand up you know, desk. Well, it's I got a new one. Have I told you about my new no. desk? No. But let me just say, awesome. as a physical therapist, I have I definitely agree with what you just said. Oh, I cool. have given that speech to countless patients. Nice. This desk is automated. I press a button and it goes up and down. What? It's awesome. Did you It'll make this from, one? Uh, no, I put it together. I ordered it. You made the last one, right? Yeah. And my brother one, made his own stand-up desk. I swear to God. The, <laughs> the parallels the are parallels, yes. unnerving at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this this is awesome. It's um, it's it's my full bamboo top, which is fancy. Yes. it's actually cheaper than, than anything else. Is the reason I got it, but I love it now. It looks awesome. It feels great. And then I press a button, and it goes from to you know from standing height to sitting height. So is that? Do you have to plug it in, or is it battery? Yeah, it's updated? plugged in. It's, okay. Yeah, it's it's a. Um, is it a foot yeah, pedal, or oh, no, press a, a button? It's a control like remote kind of thing. Okay. That's pretty it's cool. It's awesome. It's great. I love it. I'm I'm happy for you. I wish I if had I could one of remember those. the brand name of it, I would say it. But well, it's not you know, written on the desk. Um, it's written on the bottom, and I'm not. I'm old. I'm not going to get out on the desk. Okay. All right. Uh, but if I'll, you're interested in a standing it. desk, I will definitely hit me up on Twitter, and I'll definitely tell you where I got it from. I can tell you right now that that probably would be out of my price range. No, no, I was shocked. Oh, it's cheaper than like I was looking at like regular desks, and it's cheap was cheaper than that. Interesting. Okay, well, I maybe got like I would one be with interested. like extra features, and it was still like only seven hundred dollars or less. It was less than seven hundred dollars shipped. That's pretty good. Yeah, because most of them I looked at before were like in the twelve to thirteen hundred dollar range, and I was like, this would be nice, but what I have now works good mm-hmm. enough. The one that I made myself for like fifty bucks. Um, this um. The cool thing about this is it's it's like it's like five feet wide, um, and it'll go from like it's pretty much as tall as you want. You know, I mean it would it'll go pretty tall and down to as low as you as you want as you would want. So the cool. current desk I have is IKEA one hundred and fifty dollars. So I'm I'm gonna have to stick with that for a while. Yeah, I mean those work too. It it works, yeah. But this is a huge improvement over my. Only standing. Oh desk. yeah, if you can if you can adjust it like that, that's that's perfect. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to raise it up a little bit right now. Oh, I can hear it. Yeah, it's awesome. Very cool. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey, do you ever get that feeling of deja vu, like something that's happening to you has happened before and you just can't put your finger on it, but you know you've lived through that experience before, like it's a skip in time? Anyway, if you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents, via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, good or bad. I mean, honestly, mostly good. We prefer the good, but, I mean, we'll take the bad. I mean, there you have it. 
It's just a fact of life. Up next, we're going to do some feedback that you have sent in. Oh, but before I get to that, do you ever get that feeling of deja vu? Like something that's happening to you has happened before and you just can't put your finger on it, but you know you've lived through that experience before? Like it's a skip in time? Yeah, me neither. Do we have any feedbacks this week? Yeah, we do have feedbacks. Let's let's start with some Twitter, shall we? Twitter feedbacks, I should say. Are we going to start and end with Twitter and have all Twitter in the middle? Because that's yes, we are. Okay. Oh wait, Just first want to set people up for what they should what they should expect. Yes, except for these two things. Uh, let's just oh. say thanks to Bob Walsh and Ed Butt for your feedback emails you sent us. Yes. Thank you very much. Appreciate yes, that. Yes. Definitely. Um, Okay, first we've got some, back to Twitter, we've got some clarifications. Uh, speaking of Bob Walsh, Bob Walsh at Adadiah. The term wheelhouse seems to come from the structure of the same name located near the middle of a fishing boat, which mm-hmm. has windows and a roof and houses the helm. Mm-hmm. Wheelhouse is a synonym for a place where everything is within reach, where the helmsman has things under control. Yep, where you drive the boat from. Yeah, which is, we, I think we talked about where the term, we asked where the term wheelhouse come from. Yes. And Bob Walsh has provided that for us. That would have totally been my guess of, you know, because usually on a boat or ship, particularly, you know, back years ago, it's a wheel circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I yeah. didn't realize that that structure was called the wheelhouse, which makes sense. It houses the wheel. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jen Babish at JBab Sports Chick says, to the tune of getting things half right on Speaking of Tangents, cheese balls are puffed corn with cheese flavoring, not puffed cheese, Jason. And in, an epic troll, and in an epic troll by Bill Belichick, Josh Gordon was reported to be suspended for the first quarter, but did actually start. Oh, okay. And John Miller also told, gave us that clarification that Josh Gordon did start. Yeah, well... Thankfully for me, since he was playing, I was playing against the team that had him last week. Um, he started, but he didn't really show up for the entire game. So, no, he didn't do well that game. I don't think. Mm-mm. No, he did not. And yes, cheese balls are puffed corn with cheese flavoring. That is correct. Because puffed cheese is what really just a cheese curd. I have no idea. I don't know either. I just know that cheese balls are good. And the reason I don't know is because I'm not into things that are corny and or cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, and I am enough to laugh at that joke, <laughs> which you could, you will never laugh at my corny and cheesy jokes, jokes. And I'm okay with that. You don't have to, cause I like them. You go ahead and eat all those cheese balls you want. <laughs> uh, okay. The next one I think also qualifies as a clarification for, for a few reasons. It's from Patrick Moffitt at mm. Moffitt Patrick. Did KJ just say she got her homemade salad dressing confiscated <laughs> confiscated on the way into the park? Salad? There are three reasons to go for a game. One, live baseball. Two, yep. the ballpark. Yep. And three, to become fatter. Correct. Remember KJ, and then he sent us a gif of the <laughs> Simpsons family, you know, uh, set yes. to a musical number, you don't yeah. win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. I yes. remember that episode. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's really funny. Um, 
Yes. I did. I did. He's a few episodes behind. I did get my salad dressing confiscated. He's a few episodes behind on The Simpsons? <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I already told Patrick on Twitter, I'm comfortable with myself. I don't care what people think about me bringing in salad dressing. That's but, how you should be. Um, I won't try to bring it in a glass bottle next year. I wonder if you bring it in in a plastic bottle, are they still going to confiscate it? No, they did not, because we had we did that the next time we came. We put really? it in a plastic bottle, and it was not taken away. Hmm. So something about that glass container. Yeah, it's a it's even a though weapon. you're basically taking an entire you know four times as much glass in a dish. Yeah, well, we is once, much heavier, and they could actually hurt somebody a lot more than a. Salad dressing yes. bottle. Yes. Once they took away the salad dressing bottle, we began bringing our salads in plastic bowls, too. Okay. <laughs> I just feel, like, obligated for the whole, you know, viewership, <laughs> listenership out there just to say, the lesson you should have learned from that is don't bring salad to the baseball game. <laughs> That's the lesson. Um, well, for the most part, I did not learn that lesson, but... You don't win friends with salad. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. I told you the last game of the year, we went to the restaurant and I got a big yeah. old burger and it was delightful, but I can't, number three, Patrick, to become fatter, that might be true. I don't mind that except for I feel my stomach hurts. So I have to pay attention to how my body feels. Hmm. And if I do that too much, I really get sick. So I would totally rather eat half a hamburger than a whole salad. So would I. I actually do not l- care much for salad. I, Gosh, I hate salad. I eat it because it's better for me than eating a hamburger for my stomach. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm all high and mighty about being healthy, but f- for how I feel, I do worry. I do like to feel good. Let's just say that. So yeah, I, I eat I salad for that reason. I don't actually like salad that much. Yeah, I eat stuff that I don't like quite a bit just because it, you know, if I ate junk or bad if I ate just the food that I liked all the time, I would feel like trash yes, most so of the time. would I, because I'd be eating cheese balls all the time. <laughs> I'd be eating and barbecue potato candy. chips and yeah. and Oreos and you know. Yes. Okay, James Cunningham at James IV nineteen seventy eight says, "I have to agree with the new versions of rap music." However, what now? I think he's saying I have to agree with you, Jason, with the new versions of rap music. Well, because then he throws in a however. I, I, I'm on the fence with this. Okay, let me finish sure. reading. You keep this. reading. I'm not sure where this is going. However, everything I've heard from Eminem's new album Kamikaze is amazing. Also, Hobson is really, really good. Hmm. Ill Mind of Hobson is a really good album. Number five and seven are interesting. I have no uh, idea what he's talking about. I recognize Eminem, and that's it. Uh, you know, Eminem had that new album Kamikaze. No, it came I out didn't. in the past few months. I think it was like last month. I did not know that. It kind of ripped off the Beastie Boys license to ill cover. Okay, no, I'll have to look that up. With the airplane. Um, it's what I got out of it after seeing the cover. I don't know if it's people have, I don't know if it actually did or not. It's just what it reminded me of. Um, I've heard that album is okay, not bad. I mean, obviously, Eminem gets compared to Eminem. Mm-hmm. And Eminem, you know, from 10, 15 years ago was great. So if he doesn't live up to that, he could still be good and it just not impress people as much 
because he has sure. a high bar to live up to for that kind of stuff. Yes. But yeah, he's he's one of the better rappers ever. Um, Who Hobson, is Hobson? I've, okay. Uh, he's a rapper. Okay. I've heard I've heard a few of those songs. I've heard five and seven. Um, it's interesting. I, I will give it. I'll say that it's actually he's good. He's not great. He's sort of like Eminem. Um, it. Wait it's a minute. almost like he's given a speech over a beat for five minutes. It's like his the songs that I've heard of his don't have like hooks or choruses or anything. And it's interesting. Interesting is the best way to put it, I think, because I actually liked the first time I heard it. I'm not going back to listen to it again. So it, It's just not interesting okay. musically to me. Uh-huh. It's interesting as I'm giving a speech and he's extreme in you know how he approaches what he believes and what he's trying to get out i don't say that i disagree with him um in a lot of stuff but he's he takes it way far but he's actually pretty good at delivering what he's trying to say so my question you said number five and seven are interesting number five Mm -hmm. and seven is that Two different tracks on the album. Okay, that's how I took it. But then but I. But that's the name. That's the hits like Ill Mind of Hobson 1 through whatever. Oh, okay. Ill Mind, Ill Mind of Hobson 5, Ill Mind of Hobson 7. That's the names of the tracks. Oh, okay. Yeah. All this stuff is on YouTube. You can now, is Hobson mumble rap? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. So no, I no. think James is saying he agrees with you that he doesn't care for mumble rap. Yes, I know. He's. I've already responded to this on Twitter. Yes, oh, he absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just to, okay. to, speaking of pulling back the curtain, yes. Um, <laughs> he definitely agrees with me that he doesn't like mumble rap. Um, I actually talked to somebody who is someone into mumble rap. Who's that? Babish. J-Bab Sports Chick is a mumble yes. rap fan. Well, she likes the sound of a lot of it. And, I can, and what she explained to me is that she's not really paying attention to what they're saying as much as she likes. Um, like, you know who Migos are, right? Um, I believe I've heard of them, but that's about I all. I wouldn't have qualif- you know, classified them as mumble rap, but they are a newer style of rap. Uh, and what they do a lot is make noise. It's like a lot of noises. Like beatboxing? And, mm, not really. The way that they described it, and she pointed this out to me and I went and looked it up, is that they like to think of it as musically, they're, it's like they're, they're, their voices are musical instruments and they're making you know, parts like instrumentation on the track, just like an instrument was like a keyboard would or a guitar or a drum, mm-hmm. you know, or drum set or whatever. Um, and so I can appreciate it from that standpoint because it's interesting sort of to listen to. Um, most of the mumble rappers, I don't like how they sound is my problem with it. I think I don't, beyond what they're saying being stupid, because a lot of it is really dumb and not smart, dumb, smart, but just dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Well, that's um, a problem, though. If you don't like the way they sound, that's probably or not Or what they're good... saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, first off, it's music. It needs to be entertaining and fun to a certain extent, or you might as well just be giving a TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That rhymes. And that's where I see the hops and stuff, where the music is not terrible. It's not bad. It just needs, he needs another producer to help him, I think. To break Are it up and actually arrange services? it towards, I mean, he didn't know who I am. He didn't care about me. But obviously, yes. I yes. mean, uh, I mean, is he writing a check? Then yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he's making money. But uh, it's the thing of music should be good to listen to 
Yes, that's that's what I said. That's part of the deal yeah. of music. So yeah. I agree with uh, Jen on that. That if she likes how it sounds, then sure. My problem with Mumble Rap is I hate how all of them sound because they all sound the same to me. Okay, well that's fair. Both both points are fair. Yeah, and I will say that that's one of the main things that I wanted to get across on this Diane Kruger Effect album that's coming out in a month or so is December eleventh. Yeah, you can keep saying that if you want to. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying I'm it. Not, Robert Berg giving, says it. I'm not giving any solid date until it's out. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the goal. Okay. So sometime in the first, sometime in the first half of December is the goal, and it's on target. I mean, you have preview mixes right now to listen to that you were you put on the shelf and don't have time to listen to. And I, I mean, I understand you're a busy person. I, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't take that. I'm not taking it personal at all that you hadn't even listened to it. But anyway. Um, yeah, so we want it to be fun and interesting and entertaining and funny in some ways and clever in some ways and thought-provoking in some ways. But if, if it's not interesting and fun and entertaining to listen to to some extent, then what are you doing? I agree. Yeah, that's, so that's my point. I'm glad you're not taking any, def- any offense that I haven't listened to it yet. It's been a crazy week here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's next? Sean Morrissey at Sean underscore Morrissey says, Saturday morning cartoons are replaced by speaking of tangents. <laughs> and then he gives a gif of Patrick Stewart. I think it's Patrick Stewart from his yes. Star Trek As days. Jean-Luc Picard. Yes. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yes, that was funny. Uh, Brendan in Jersey at Brendan in Jersey tweeted us, Uh, An article from the Los Angeles Times at LA Times. The article says, well, first I'll say what Brendan said. Brendan said, uh... (laughs) (laughs) The article was, a Russian scientist working in Antarctica is facing attempted murder charges after allegedly stabbing a colleague for telling him the endings of books he wanted to read. Yes, I saw this. Um, And so I checked in with Tim. He's fine. Uh That was my first thought was, would he know, was he involved in this in any way? And I went, I went to read the name, and it listed both names, and they were so Russian that I couldn't even pronounce their last names. Yeah. It, well, and you know, it guys, would be so feasible. Like, okay, he's probably safe. It would be feasible, because he does say that sometimes they, you know, collaborate with one another. It's right. rare, but sometimes they do. Now, he is in Antarctica. He started his stint. I think he's been there about a week. Mm-hmm. And I did check in with him. He had was not. I sent him this article. He was not aware of the incident. That's good. It's very good for his for him. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, doing cause, fine. Because he was telling us before. One thing he said was that you know all different kinds of countries and you know different research stuff is going on there, but most of it is separated, like into different stations and locations. Yes. And you don't. Yeah. And like like you said, sometimes you cross over and you you know work with other people. But most of the time, it's whoever you're with. That's who you're with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when they've needed help to get a plane out when it's not, you know, it's it's not right. scheduled to go in out. Season. Yeah, yeah. They, they've had to enlist some help, but for the most part, they don't. I mean, they do their own thing. But right, and in cases like this, we here hear the news probably before they do. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yep. So Even it he, could be, you know, on the same continent. It's like they're they're more isolated from the other people there than they are from us here mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And so when I read this, I did not read the article. I just read the title or the headline. Mm-hmm. But 
It doesn't surprise me. Oh, I only read the article to see the names to make sure that I didn't recognize anybody's name in there. It doesn't really surprise me. We've talked about the isolation. I mean, I guess it surprises me in that he murdered someone. Attempted murder. Uh, Yeah, the guy was Did the guy die? No, I think he was totally fine. Okay, attempted murder. All right. I read that he was not in any kind of danger. For telling him the endings of books he wanted to read. (laughs) And you know probably what happened with this is that guy said, you need to stop. And he kept going. And that guy kept going and going. And this probably went on for multiple multiple instances and this guy just do it did it on purpose knowing he was aggravating yes, him pushing his buttons so as long as he didn't die or you know get you know permanently wounded he probably deserved it <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean come on okay because you know you know there are people in your life that have annoyed you over and over and you know they're intentionally doing it and absolutely i will not sticking name their names, hand but... to the table with a with a dinner uh, you know a steak knife would have been a good feeling. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, yes, Tim is fine. I can see both sides on this. If that's the way it went down, so can I. Yeah. Which you're probably I mean, right in that. I mean, if this guy, if he'd like, you know, mortally wounded this guy or like permanently dis- disabled him, that's, mm-hmm. that's a different issue. I mean, Absolutely. stabbing him, he might, have, he might have stuck it in his arm or and in maybe his hand. It was a, maybe it was a dinner knife. Maybe it was a cocktail fork yeah. to his eye. <laughs> That'd be bad. You know, as long as he didn't permanently disable, as long as the guy heals up and he's fine, I mean, no harm, no foul. Well. Well, some harm, some no foul. Harm. Some harm, some foul, depending yeah, on I'm not, I'm not advocating stabbing anybody. Okay. I'm just saying. Just want to clarify I understand. That. If he did what you're saying he did, I understand too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, the last one we have is Will at Aquarium... D-R-N-K-E-R. <laughs> not going to try it anymore. Yeah. No, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he tweeted, he retweeted a tweet from Karen Geyer to us. And Karen Geyer, first of all, I'll read what Will said. He said, what you Should got? Should I know who Karen Geyer is? I don't know who she is. Okay, just checking. He says, what you got? I got to say the Coen Brothers Lady Killers remake. Tom Hanks in a Colonel Sanders suit and cape equals money. And the okay. question from Karen Geyer is, what is the dumbest movie you will absolutely go to the mat defending? Mm-hmm. And he wants to know what okay. we got. Now, I don't know how to interpret this question. I don't know okay. how to answer it. I may be able to give you some uh, more info because I did retweet. I did tweet him to ask him a couple of questions. Oh, or okay. one question. You want me to give you what I said before you start answering? Yeah. I said, is this a movie that you know in your mind is a bad movie, but you just love it anyway for some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. It could have been the situation. It could have been the circumstances that you first saw it. It could be that you just like one thing in it. It could be that you like how dumb it is. Yes. Or is this a movie that is generally considered really, really dumb by the majority of people, but you actually think it's really good? Okay. And he said the latter, he thinks, is what this question is asking. Oh, I, I don't think I... Well, maybe I... I wrote down a few because, you know, I can't just do a few. I have to do, I can't just do one or two. I have to do a list. 27? Uh, no, not that many, but I don't know. Okay. I'm just, I just, <laughs> what I really did was I just answered the question like, okay, what are. This is your top three then. Okay. <laughs> what are dumb movies that I think are supposed to be intentionally dumb that I like is basically what I answered. Okay, see, I, that, and that's fine, because I think that's, an easier, that's easier for me to come up with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are also... I have a hard time with movies that 
Because look, I'm I'm in a creative field. That's that's my role in life is creative. Is you know, and part of that is critiquing and knowing good from bad in terms of creative stuff like movies or music or TV shows or you know drawing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Is to be able. To, I mean, that's that's just my personality. That's who I am. That's who I'm made to be. What I'm made to do. So, um, it's difficult for me to come across something that is legitimately not good and think it's good. Okay, I'm not saying so, it's never happened. I'm saying it's difficult. So, so it would be very hard for me to come up with a movie that I'm going to defend as great when it's actually bad. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. In fact, what I think maybe we should do is I should tell you some movies that I wrote down and you should tell me if sure. they're good or bad. That's perfect. Okay. So there are a few, what I was saying earlier is there are a few on here that I actually think are bad movies that I would go to the mat for. So I kind of answered both questions. Yeah, I can do that too. But I also am not very good at discerning if something is good or bad because I like almost everything I see. (laughs) Yes. You're the least critical critic I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That is willing to put your opinions out there, which is a good thing. You should be doing that. So the first movie, it's not necessarily, these are not in any order. These are just what came to my mind. So the first movie is Goonies. Yeah, I think that's legitimately a good movie. Okay. Or well done. By the way, I have more than three. Okay. I know. I'm saying it's your top three, which is going to be like 17 to 27. No, it's more like 10. Okay. Another movie, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Um, that's borderline good or bad movie. So it's really dumb, but I love it. Okay. The next yeah, movie. I don't think that's considered just a gen. A, that's what I'm well, asking. Well done. I think it's well made. So people would generally, generally, genuinely think that's a good movie. Well done. I think the most people would. Yeah. Okay. Now the next obviously one, you're not going to make anybody happy with anything, but yeah. The next one I think is actually, if I listen to other people's opinions on this movie, I think it's actually a bad movie, and I love okay. it. Fever Pitch. That is a bad movie. <laughs> okay. You, we, have a, we have a front runner for Here, your okay. list. All for right. sure. I'm going to skip that's around. A, that's a genuinely bad movie. I'm going to skip around to the others that I think you'll say that about, that I have on okay. my list. Just put them in order. I don't care. Oh, okay. Here, the next one in the line is Banger Sisters. The Banger what? Sisters. And Banger <laughs> is what you think it is. I don't know what that movie is. I it, haven't seen that movie. It's um, I think Who's it's it? Susan Sarandon and oh, Goldie okay. Hawn. Yes, I've yes. seen previews for that. Now I know what you're talking about. It's from like ten or fifteen years yes, ago. Yes, I really liked it, but I think okay. it's probably a bad movie. I haven't seen it. I'm going to probably say that's not a good movie. Yes, the next Fever Pitch one, still the winner though. Fever Pitch still the winner. The next one, I, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore equally love them. Stupid movies. See, I do not like those, either of those movies. Mm-hmm. I think they're. It's too dumb for me, and not to say I'm smart. I'm saying it's just too. It's too much. Just Adam Sandler doing Saturday Night Live, yes. Night Live skits for two and a half hours. Well, I can't go with any other Adam Sandler movies, though. I can't say Waterboy. I can't do any of those. Just Billy Madison and Gilmore. They're all the same to me. So I, I, I can appreciate that people like those movies. It's just not for me. Um, but yeah, it's just a different kind of dumb. I mean, I, I like plenty yeah. of dumb stuff. Speaking about me. a different kind of dumb, Dumb and Dumber is yes. on the list. I think people think that's actually a, a well-done movie. Okay. American that Pie. Was, that's, that's probably on my list. Uh, American Pie didn't age well. 
<laughs> That's true. I thought it was hilarious when it first came out, and I've watched parts of it recently just because it would happen to be on somewhere. Okay. Um, did not age very well. All right. So just, I have not watched nah. it since it first came out. Okay. Don't. All right. And I would take that off of your list. <laughs> okay. I'll take it off. Lucas. With uh, Corey Haim? Uh, yeah. Cor- uh, yeah. Corey Haim. And yeah, Charlie um, Sheen. Yeah. And of course, Corey Feldman's in there somewhere. He has to be. <laughs> yeah. I don't think um, he is, but. Uh, and the girl from face? the Goonies. The girl's name? Yes. Yeah. Who? It's the only two things I've ever known her to be in. Yeah, that's that's right. I cannot remember. Car- her Kelly name. Green, Carrie Green. You could make up anything, and I would okay. not know. Um. So Lucas, good I think or bad that's movie? Considered middle of the road. That's not. I wouldn't. I don't think people would consider that a bad movie. Okay. But I don't know. Now the next one I think falls in the fever pitch category, but I've always loved the movie. Oh boy. Cruel Intentions. Uh, I think a lot of people would say that's a decent movie. Oh, good. That's not Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch is a bad movie. Okay. It's just bad. It's just poorly done bad. Okay, well, I'm going to leave some of these off because I've got too many. And I no, think just you... keep reading. Okay. I got nothing. I, I mean, I, I was saying, I, have, I was having a hard time coming up with this. He... I can give you movies that are intentionally dumb <laughs> that I think most people will say, yeah, I like that because it's dumb. That's the reason I like it. I'm trying to think of a movie that is legitimately most people don't like or think is really bad that I claim is good. Well, I think... I can like bad movies, but I can't think of any movie that is bad that I like that you have I good want to taste. say it's good. Your taste is higher than mine. In some respects, yes. Um, okay, I'll keep Not going. All. Ever that, After. Is that um, Amy Adams? No, Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, so I think that would be cla- that would be yeah. in the fever pitch category. Yeah, you, so far you're on a you're you're there's a there's something in common between those two movies. Okay, two Eddie Murphy movies, Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop. Those are legitimately great movies. Okay, thank you. Not, Beverly not Hills Cop They're wasn't great. dumb either. Coming to America no. was funny. Beverly Hills Cop was not intended to really be humorous, although it was. I wouldn't yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess it was. I wouldn't call either of those movies dumb at all. Okay, good. Back to the Future, same thing? Totally. Okay, here's another Drew Barrymore movie, Never Been Kissed. Okay, um, I think you've got the triple header so far of Drew Barrymore movies that are, yes. I do not think are very good. Okay, so Never Been Kissed, Ever After, and Fever Pitch fall into the category, and Banger Sisters fall into the category. That you're talking Yeah, those about. are one, two, three, and four right now in some order. Probably Fever Pitch still number one. Okay, and then of course I had to throw in one TV show. Do you want to make a guess? Um, that's dumb that you like The Ranch. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's now, less legitimately bad. Scrolling through some of the replies uh, uh, on this Karen Geyer, uh-huh. I did see a few responses for Fifth Element. Do you care to comment on that? Because I know you love Fifth Element. I, I want a list of those people's names so I can write them okay. full, longhand, written out by hand letters to explain to them why they're wrong. And the other one is a movie that I, pro- I do agree with, but I don't think I can actually agree with because I've only seen the movie once. So I, I think this is something you'd have to see many times minute. in order to go to the mat for it. Wait, no, I don't think so. Oh, well, Buckaroo Banzai is the one. I saw that a few um, times. Buckaroo Banzai to me was <laughs> not really a movie for me. dumb, but yeah. I, still thought it, I still liked it. I don't know if I'd go to the mat for it. 
I think people actually think that's a good movie, though. Oh, I think some people do. Some people might actually people think Fever Pitch is a good movie. Mm, <laughs> you are the only one I've ever heard express that out loud. Okay. Well, the Hall of Famer said Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because if you go back and watch those now, you realize how bad they are. Yes. Well, Especially that's why I wonder about one. Dumb and Dumber, too. Don't you think that would come? You would think. I've seen Dumb and Dumber probably 50 times, and it holds, holds up, up. Okay. Way better than. I'm not saying it's, you know, Citizen Kane. <laughs> it's supposed to be dumb. It's literally the name yes, of the movie. Right. It is supposed to be dumb. So, but so it's was Billy Madison and, clev- and Happy it's a, Gilmore. I yeah, think they achieved the that. They, they, here's the it thing is to me. dumb. Here's the difference Dumb and Dumber is dumb because it's. You see the cleverness behind it to make it dumb. Right. And there isn't it takes, that in Billy. It takes being smart to make a movie that dumb. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore are not in that category to me. They're just dumb. They and that's are okay. Just dumb. And I can appreciate it and I can laugh at it. It's not the same as Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, you, it's, it goes above and beyond dumb. And in order to get there, you have to. Some pe- the people that wrote that and made that movie were smart. Is, my, is what I'm saying. I don't know how smart Adam Sandler is. Yeah. Well, what about old school then? Where does old school fit? Uh, that's probably in between those. Old school is, it's got some, it's, it's well done, I would say. Okay. I didn't put it on the list because I thought pe- most people generally yeah, I think, think most that people think good. that's a, yeah. at least above average movie, decent movie, yeah. Okay. Well, there's my yeah. list. And you can't think of say, any, right? Uh, I would have put Dumb and Dumber on mine, but I don't think... I think it's actually a well-done movie for as dumb as it is. It's dumb on purpose. Yes. And done in a way that is, you can see the smarts behind it, the intelligence behind it, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a, clever. I love, I love that movie. Yes, the, the Samsonite line kills me every time. <laughs> okay, so you Swanson. have no other besides Dumb and Dumber that you can think of. Um, <laughs> I would say, see, <laughs> go to the mat is a strong statement. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even put you, Ferris Bueller on here because that's a good that's movie. a good movie, and yeah. so is Goonies. So I'm yes. taking Goonies off. Good movies, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say bad movies that I would stand up for and say I appreciated at the time. Um, Team America, okay, is so dumb, is beyond idiotic, and I can't watch it now because I watch it now and I'm just like, this is too stupid for me to watch. But when I saw that in the theater at like the midnight showing with guys I was in a band with, you know, yeah, when it first yeah. came out, we laughed forever about that thing. We we spent two weeks quoting lines from that thing and cracking up and singing the songs. I mean, that was legitimately hilarious to me back then. Now I'm like, this is so dumb, I can't watch it. It just okay. happened in that time. So it didn't in that hold moment. up for you. No, but I would put that on this list because a lot of people hate that movie. Okay. Um, and the other one that I, I've talked about this before. In the theater, the hardest I've ever laughed was seeing Dolly Parton and Sylvester yes. Stallone in Rhinestone, Yeah, which is the stupidest movie. It's bad. <laughs> it's legitimately bad. But the, when I saw it, when I was, what, 12 years old or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. I was on vacation and I cracked up. So that would probably be on this list of... Still haven't I'm seen I'm absolutely that. not going to say it's a good movie. So okay. I cannot really think of a movie that I would say I know or... Most people think this is a terrible movie, and I think it's an a legitimately good movie. So you would not put Fast and the Furious 1 through 7 on that list? 
No, because they know what those movies know what they are. All right, got it. Oh, that's and- the difference. That's the difference to me. Is does this movie understand what it's doing? Is it in on the joke or is it not in on the joke? Yeah. Okay. Are the people who made this movie in on the joke or not? And so along those same lines, this movie I ultimately left off the list because I think people actually think it's a good movie, but Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, yeah, that's another one where. Because I would go to the mat with that for that one. I think a lot of people legitimately love that movie. <laughs> and you don't. Is I can it, appreciate it. Is, is it like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore for oh, you? Oh, no. It's, 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 it's different. It's okay. different. Um, it's almost too weird for me. Mm-hmm. There are parts of it that crack me up, but it's just, it's just one of these things where I, it, it's almost, it became so popular that I can't be around it anymore. Oh, okay. Yep. I have been in that town and seen that van. Nice. And uh, seen where they filmed some of this stuff. Not, it wasn't a destination, but my friend and I were driving <laughs> I through Idaho say, did once. you take the no. star tours no. of Idaho? No. <laughs> Okay, so there we go. That's my list of probably 15. I don't know. But, but I, like I said, I have a hard time discerning what's good. If I like it, I like it. I don't really care if it's yeah. good or bad. And that's Fever absolutely pitch. the way you should be. Yeah. <laughs> you should say, I like this. I don't really care if, it's what, if people consider it to be good art or not. Mm-hmm. What you shouldn't do is say, because I like this, that means it's good art, which is yes. not the case. Because yes. I like some stuff that is not good. But I like it. Well, that's my take on the ranch. I know it is not good, but I still yeah. like it. <laughs> I know. And that's, that's totally... That's, <laughs> I know. Okay. Anything else this week? Um, I will say... You mentioned Sean Morrissey earlier. I want to say yes. uh, shout out to him and his mom. Um, if you follow him on Twitter, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say we're thinking about you and praying for you and uh, hope everything works out okay with that. Um, Absolutely. Definitely. Um, uh, other than that, though, Michigan Tech um, had a bye week this week, so they'll finish up next week. So no recap for them this week. Okay, they, that's right. They had a uh, bye week, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know you can't wait for the Hall of Fame correction. Um, sure. I asked the Hall of Famer, you know, what did I get wrong this week? Okay, tell me. The <laughs> response was, well, I, you took a quiz this past week. That's enough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just okay. Just took a quiz. (laughs) It was said in you know jokingly. (laughs) Well, the funniest jokes have some sort of truth in there. Yeah, (laughs) I actually think it was that she found nothing er nothing erroneous in my in my you know statements last week. Okay, you think that if you want to. All right, that's that's good. That was the perfect answer. <laughs> do you have anything else this week? No, that'll do it. Okay, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of food, my friend Sarah sent me an article the other day about Pringles having a special, some special flavors for Thanksgiving, including chips that taste like turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. These are limited edition chips. They're not available in stores. 
Um, they went on sale this past week. You can get them for only $14.99 at kelloggstore.com. Um, no. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I'd rather eat some cheese balls. 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 I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.